Welcome back to another episode of the Energized Show. Barry, how are you doing? I'm feeling energized today, bud. How are you? I'm doing absolutely phenomenal. So if you're new to the Energized Podcast, welcome. And if you're a returning Energized listener, welcome back. So Barry, what's on the rundown for today's show? Do you know, by the way, we actually forgot to do that for the rugby show. We forgot to say what's going on the show, yeah. or we forgot to say welcome. The, we- the welcome, man. Yeah, but it was, a, it was an energized Six Nations special. So, That's like, true, yeah. it wasn't a usual podcast. Yeah. Make sure to check out the, the next Energized Rugby show coming out this week. But uh, on today's show, we're going to be discussing what we got up to last week and what to expect this week. And then we're going to look at the crack of the week and we're going to discuss the Super Bowl because uh, it, it happened over the weekend, right? Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, we're going to get into the main part of the show. We're going to discuss the top MMA news, including UC 235 that goes down this weekend in Australia. So uh, chill out, have yourself a cup of tea and uh, get ready to get energised. But uh, before we actually kick off the show, Ross, I wanted to say that uh, we officially went over 20,000 downloads on the Energised podcast. Uh, how, does that, how does that make you feel? Um. It's nuts to think that like twenty thousand people, someone's like clicked play on our podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's just crazy to think. I know, yeah. But uh, I, I actually said I listened to it nineteen thousand times. So, oh, that 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 makes a little more sense. That does. Make <laughs> more sense. <laughs> yeah, it's mad. We went over nine thousand Instagram followers as well. Yeah. Uh, slowly but surely getting to that ten thousand followers. So, if you know anyone who would like to follow the Energize podcast, let them know about it. Definitely, yeah. Well said, Ross. Um, yeah, so we'll kick off the beginning of the show with. Oh, people have always been listening now We've been doing more interviews And uh, they've been getting a good reaction Ross, wh- have you been enjoying them? And um, what you make what you make of the show? We've totally changed things up really, haven't we? Since the turn of the year Yeah, I love doing the interviews uh, I think they're great to do uh, Makes it a bit more interesting Makes it a bit different Also, you get to meet some cool people And find out like stuff about them That you probably never knew before Yeah, I oh, know, 100% agree I, I think the people are liking it as well It's freshening it up I think that we made the decision to have do more interviews, and uh, we sort of got we like obviously we had um, Will Fleury on, then we had Fabian on, and then we had Lydia on, and now it's sort of like I know we started doing the interviews and the build up for Bellator Dublin, but like I wouldn't mind having like other types of people on as well, like not just MMA scene because obviously we call yeah. rugby and football, or even just creators in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which guest is next? Yeah, that was like my ex on the beach voice. What do you think? Exy. Very us. Very us, yeah. But uh, uh, if if anyone knows anyone that would be good to come on the show, to say that they're friends with them or, you know what I mean, someone you'd like us to have on the show and just I don't suggest like LeBron James or Conor McGregor because like, <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen next week. Or Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, he's busy. Yeah, but uh, Ross had a very exciting weekend. He was actually at the Ireland match. Ireland took on England and the kickoff for the Six Nations. Ross, you're absolutely buzzing to be going to this all week. In the build-up to this weekend as well, we're going away to Scotland. But um, what was the atmosphere like and um, what you make of it? Yeah, so it was 2 f- or 4.45 uh, kickoff for the game. Uh, we got it t- over towards the stadium at around half two, three o'clock. Have a few points in the pub. We're like, right, let's get over to the Aviva. Get there. Game's kicking off. And then obviously Ireland can see the try in the first two minutes. That sort of flatlined the stadium. And what was it? What was the atmosphere like on the way walking up to the Viva? Because it was a good buzz. You know what I mean? Like people were excited about it. Yeah. And then okay. next thing you know, like 
there was actually a lot of English people around where we were sitting. And I actually thought that England had a great amount of fans there. And that was a bit disheartening. And I felt like Ireland never got going. But I'm not going to discuss loads about it. We'll discuss more about it on the actual rugby show. But obviously it was uh, very disappointing. Yeah. But well, look, onwards and upwards to Scotland. Yeah. And at least the, the Irish under 21 uh, in Cork on Friday night. And... Um, well, the women lost as well on the Friday night as well against England. But like, that was like more amateurs against pros. Yeah, but uh, hopefully we can get the job done over in Scotland. Yeah, because two losses would be devastating. That will, yeah, especially if we're over there in our kilts. Yeah. But uh, we'll move on to the crack of the week over the weekend. The New England Patriots won the fifty-third Super Bowl of the. Super Bowl existence <laughs> of, the, of the existence of the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, forty-one, still going strong. Winning 13-3. Ross, what did you make of this Super Bowl? Because this is the lowest scoring ever. It was also probably the most boring Super Bowl ever. It awesome. wasn't actually a very good watch. Um, look, fair play to Tom Brady. He's like bling bling, six ring. What more do you want from him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The greatest ever do it. I don't think he's questionable anymore. He said he's going to play until he's 45. What do you think of that? I thought like if you won this one, he'd retire. Why do you think that? I just thought like 41... Like, he's clearly, like, absolutely, like, multi, multi, multi-millionaire. I mean, like, he must have a couple of hundred millions sitting in the bank. And yeah, he's still healthy. He's still, like, coherent when he speaks and stuff like that. I was like, you never know. I just think the older you are and the more damage your body's going to take, like, the more effective that damage is going to be on you. Yeah, but the thing is about Tom Brady, he never gets touched. He's totally different to ro- robotic arm Rob Gronkowski, you know? Whereas know, Gronkowski yeah. might be retiring now as well. And he's... I think 11 years younger than Tom Brady. Uh, I also think it must be the first Super Bowl Tom Brady's ever been that he didn't throw a touchdown as well. I uh, say so, yeah. Look, Tom Brady is exceptional. Bill Belichick is exceptional. I was actually, when I was going into, when I was leading into the game, I was a bit like, oh, actually, I actually think the Rams are going to win. Because I was watching the guys do the build-up and they were talking so much about the Rams' defence and I was like, Maybe they'll win. Yeah, because supposedly their def- defense was one of the best in the league. So. Yeah, because they have like Indomitian too on your man. Yeah, he's Arnold, an animal. On your man Arnold, who's got twenty sacks. And I was like, ah, oh, here, look, that Rams defense looks like they're set to win the win the big game. But obviously, you know, you have Tom Brady and the Patriots, and you have uh, you know Edelman and stuff like that, and. You just have those players who were like, they've been there, they've done it, they lifted the yeah. trophy. I, I, that was probably so evident going into the fourth quarter that uh, it was almost like man, men against boys, as in like Brady and Belichick against, uh, who's, who's your man, Mac, Mac, McCoy? Or? And Goff. And Goff, yeah. yeah. Uh, they looked like they, they were a fish out of water going into that fourth quarter and then uh, when your man, it wasn't Michelle who scored the touchdown? Yeah. He's been doing that all season, just running through. Like that was, yeah. you knew that that was that, that was going to be a touchdown. And yeah, also, it was only two yeah. yarder anyway. You know what I mean? Like, you just like bop the ball over. It was it was just one of those things where experience showed. Yeah. the Patriots were better, and when it came to the big moments, they got the job done. Yeah, well, that's and your man that kicker's been there for ages as well, hasn't he? The Patriots one, Kotakowski or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, he he missed one of the kicks, didn't he? Yeah. I always find uh, it's it's so funny the way certain players in in NFL American football have only got one job to do. Like the kicker does that, the punter does that. You know what I mean? I think I think the punter is like a funny job, isn't it? It's like you kick the ball down the field, and that's all you have to do. You feel like you could just get someone else on the team to be able to do that. Or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like save a bit of money. Yeah, like 
you can also do the punting. Did you see also they did like uh, a, the difference between seven the last time Tom the, sorry the first time Tom Brady won a won a the Super Bowl and to today and the seventeen year difference and like he actually has looked younger after seventeen years and then <laughs> it, they compared it to Goff where and Goff was still in a primary school what's it called junior school yeah whatever it was yeah he was yeah. like what five or something yeah. Yeah, but you know what? You know what's quite funny. Um, just looking at that, I'm just like, why don't they make the kicker and the punter the same person? Yeah, no, yeah. Because I'm just like, surely if the kicker's good at kicking, he can also like punt it. And then, in terms of the Tom Brady thing, 17 years. I think we sort of asked him. We said, who's like the most dominant sports athlete of all time? What were the answers like, Barry? Yeah, because there's, there's a few, a few different ones. Uh, a few people said Tiger Woods. Few people said Michael Jordan. Some people said Michael Schumacher. I'll get I'll get them up now. But uh, what did you, what did you make of? The, it's so weird the way about the Super Bowl that people tune in to watch ads. Whereas yeah. if an ad came up on your YouTube now, you just skip right by it. Yeah, but I think it's like people's opportunity to view like the best ad they've ever done in their entire life. You know what I mean? There was actually so. Did you notice how many famous people or like actors or actresses were in the ads? You know I mean? But I think people pay millions, and I mean like multi, multi millions, to have these ads shown during the Super Bowl. You're, I think it's in the top five most watched events of the year at all times, if not top three. It's uh, it's just so funny the way there's so many. Every ad has like a really top, well known celebrity. Do you think like these celebrities get booked out? Months in advance, because someone might be like, "Oh, here, will you do the Eminem ad?" And they're like, "Oh, sorry, I'm already doing Hyundai." Probably so. Like, uh, I think you sort of have to get like the hottest person at that time, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah, but I think were... it'd be funny if you got like backpack kid to do the do the floss to the old little kid singing. People be like, "Brilliant!" Yeah, but that's that's what I was thinking while I was watching all these ads. There was no like well known YouTuber or internet person. It was all like. What's your man Farrell, Farrell The 40 year old The 40 the, the year old version Oh uh, Steve Carell Steve Yeah And like he was totally grey But I mean There was there was so much like The types of like Sarah Michelle Sarah Jessica Parker You one from Yeah Sex and City Yeah and it, it was all them sort of people That your parents would know But there Jennifer was Jennifer Aniston Yeah there was no like um, I don't know there yeah, was It wasn't no, like Logan Paul Yeah it, yeah. yeah yeah. You know what I mean I Or Ninja know, Yeah Oh no well Ninja was One of the, the waiters In that 100 The 100 year uh, the hundred year NFL thing serving the okay, people. Well, Remember, they're all throwing the ball yeah. around, and they had all the former NFL players and all the new fellas. But, but like, and um, who's your man from Cleveland Browns? The Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield is goes to Tom Brady. He's like, you go on. He's like, hold all these rings. The size of them rings as well. Like, I know, yeah, they're ridiculous, yeah, aren't they? Yeah, they're like. I, the, I think it's funny the way they don't make them rings. As if like you, you can't wear those rings on a day to day basis. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why, like you almost rather a medal. You know what I mean? That's the same equivalent because like you don't wear your medal anywhere unless you're Henry Cejudo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, what, what did you make a halftime show as well? Because I, I wasn't really that impressed at uh, all. Neither was I. Uh, a lot of people were like tweeting at the time because I'm always interested to see what people like. That's exactly think, what uh, I looked up. Yeah. yeah, and like people were going, "He looks." Adam Levine looks like he doesn't really care. He's doing the halftime show. Also, apparently, now I was just told this, like, you know, around the work table today that apparently. Maroon 5 were like the third or fourth choice to actually do the Super Bowl. Apparently they wanted Rihanna and then they wanted Cardi B and then they just like settled on Maroon 5 because apparently uh, Rihanna and Cardi B refused to do it in uh, protest with Colin Kaepernick. If anyone doesn't know who Colin Kaepernick is, he actually like 
takes a knee uh, at the national anthem. He's an African American, and it's about sort of like Black Lives Matter, and he takes a knee against like violence towards African Americans by the police force in America. I think that's the best way I can explain it, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then he was sponsored by Nike there. Yeah, ago, Nike, well. Nike went out of their way to sponsor him, and that was very controversial as well. But uh, I quite like if someone like that is willing to make a political stand against him. He was also like campaigning against like sports teams not to go to the White House to see Donald Trump because like they're basically saying he's a racist, and also they're saying that Donald Trump got on all the NFL owners and said don't. Uh, pick up Colin Ka- Kaepernick for your team yeah yeah apparently so yeah that's why like no one got him because like he's actually not the best quarterback in the league but like surely he's in the top 64 so therefore he should be someone's backup at, be- at worst you yeah. know what I mean yeah maybe some some teams don't want that that smoke as yeah. people would say you know what I mean the, all them that hate going towards you but like I mean yeah the pinch might not be worth the squeeze yeah. there in fairness like, as I, I believe that like if you stand up for something that you believe in and like you're not harming anyone else then I mean you should almost be allowed to do it yeah I think so you know well. I mean? as long as you're not hurting anyone else yeah. you know what I mean but, so uh, Tom Brady we asked no, we yeah, asked sorry, sorry. people yeah so what did you make of uh, Room 5 because uh, I know you're going to see him this, this summer <laughs> you know uh, I wasn't overly impressed I don't know why he had to take his top off that, well. man do you know what I thought the same yeah I was like why is he taking his top off it was because he, he, he had to sing so high pitched he was like I have to put on some sort of show and yeah. those songs are all from 10 years ago you know what I mean yeah, but I don't mind spending every day yeah. it's like oh, here, like this is this doesn't fit they should have yeah. got like a rock band or something yeah. you know what I mean well, like, who they have recently like Bruno Mars Lady Gaga uh, Beyonce you don't really go I'm Room 5 yeah. you know what I mean well if, if you were to think who would be watching you a, know what they should have Kendrick Lamar or something do it that would have been like he's cool yeah, the, whoever, he fits in with the audience yeah whoever's re- most relevant they should have but although he's black as well so he probably was siding with the likes of Cardi maybe B he was like the third person who they wanted to have but I'm just like they should have someone who I who like I'm like oh that's brilliant come in yeah well if you were going to be like right who's the core demographic that'll be watching that NFL match the Super Bowl I would final. say like Males between you know who should have got Post Malone would have been good. Okay, he would have been good. So males between you know twenty and forty, who are like sort of up on the latest trends. That's what I would say. Yeah, and then what? And then why would they pick Maroon Five? Like who was like who was like that's the guy? Yeah, but that's your man from like The Voice America. So like that's like your housewife's choice. Exactly. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, they almost were catering to the the woman who's cooking the food for half time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas, and then even your man Big Boy looked like an absolute tick with that huge coat made of like fur. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who was his PR to be like, here, look, that's probably not a good idea because all the people at home, that would, they'd be like, oh, you can't kill the animals. Yeah, you know true. I mean? Yeah. But uh, after that, today we put out a poll, well, we actually put out a question because now everyone's like, is Tom Brady the greatest ever sports competitor in history right which is actually when I was thinking about that I was like geez the amount of people that are in that conversation so we put it out on our page anyway someone actually wrote back being like why didn't you put up a picture of uh, Muhammad Ali and I was like here look I just google searched a picture with a load of sports stars on it like, yeah yeah like the, 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 we didn't make the picture yeah. ourselves <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. yeah and I was like I was like also Muhammad Ali like lost quite a few times yeah that's the thing yeah, yeah like People would actually probably say that uh, Mayweather's better because he's yeah. 50 and 0 and Muhammad Ali lost a good few fights yeah. as well. But uh, people were saying like the likes of like Rocky Marciano, um, Muhammad Ali, George Best, Tom Brady, Tiger Woods, uh, John O'Shea, uh, Serena Williams, great show. That was yeah. actually from your brother. Michael Phelps, 
Uh, Sonia O'Sullivan, for all you Irish fans. Uh, Phil the Power Taylor, Darth's hero. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky, the hockey player. Yeah. Dan Carter, Titus Bramble there as well. Connor, good man. Uh, Schumacher, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. Uh, when I was actually sitting looking at it, I was like, you know what? I actually think that it has to be Michael Jordan. It's, it's a bit of a funny one because now Michael Jordan and Tom Brady are tied for championships. Yeah. They both have six each. But Tom Brady's been to the dance three more times. Yeah. Uh, I don't know whether being to the dance and not winning is better than not making the dance. Uh, it's sort of hard to tell. Yeah. And then I was looking and going, is that like winning six Champions Leagues? Yeah. I think it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I think Ronaldo's won five. Yeah. And the, you see, the thing is, if you're going to be like, who's the GOAT, right? First of all, they have to be the GOAT in their own sport yeah. and then pit them against the other GOATs, right? Yeah. And then if you look at Michael Jordan, yeah, he's won six. He won six, like he won three. Then he left, went play baseball, came back the next season halfway through. They didn't win it. And then he won another three, right? But if he had stayed there during that whole time, he probably would have won another two or three more, right? So, and like, Tom Brady's obviously the GOAT now in his situation because he's won the most himself. I think it's sort of interesting. It depends on what sort of goat status you're looking for. Like, the greatest ever do it, Tom Brady is the greatest ever play American football. See, I don't know if Michael Jordan's the best ever basketballer because how good LeBron James is right now. But I think the funny thing is, like, the most successful is a different question because Michael Jordan, every time he, he sort of went for it, he won. You know what I mean? Tom Brady's, what, played nine Super Bowls. That's crazy when you say it that way, isn't it? Yeah. Nine. Uh, but then you can also look at Serena Williams in the women's tennis. Like, I would argue she's probably the most dominant yeah. uh, sports star yeah, of all time. Yeah, it's, it's it's almost really really hard to like. I mean, you're 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 saying what sport, basketball against NFL? Like, which is the better? It's mm. it's it's almost like it's you can't really do it properly. No, I mean? like everyone give their opinion, but let's just put it this way: Tom Brady is definitely the best. American football player of all time. He's 41 yeah. and he's still the best. Yeah, it's sort of like for longevity, he's been like yeah. buying gigs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Michael Jordan got in, got out, like, I'm just absolutely murdered everyone, you know? Yeah. Uh, and then, like, almost like, like, you could almost argue that Mike Tyson was the greatest. Remember when he was knocking yeah. people out until he, like, got addicted to drugs and was like, I'm not fucking arse training, you know? Yeah, and then it's very hard with the tennis because, like, I always think with the tennis, there's three or four people and they're sort of the best. Yeah. And you just have to beat those three or four people. Because everyone else, you always just beat them, yeah. if that makes well, sense. Well, I'd say Serena Williams is the best, and then I'd say yeah. Roger Federer is the best, you know? And it's quite it's quite funny, right? Because the way football's played, right? Yeah. It's very hard to say they're the best, most dominant sports star of all time, because there's 11 people on the pitch. Yeah. Now, I know in American football, there's like 11 people on a team as well, but Tom Brady's like the orchestrator, he's the conductor. Yeah. And then in basketball, there's five people, or there's 10 people on the court at any one time. And one's clearly the best at all times. Yeah. That's, that's why, Michael Jordan. That's why when I asked the question off her page, I was like, I actually don't know what, what, what the right answer is for this. You know what I mean? Because usually yeah. I'd, I'd write something, I see like you write something as yeah. well. But I'm sort of like, how do you pick? It's so, because mm. first of all, you're thinking about so many different sports. Like even look at Michael Phelps, like yeah. dominated the swim. Yeah. And then he was just like, like you know what? 18 gold medals or something. Yeah. Like what more do you want from that fella? I know, yeah. So and then you look yeah. at Tiger Woods. If Tiger Woods like retired at his peak, you probably say it was Tiger Woods was the most dominant of all yeah. time. Yeah, but then he came back and won again. Mm. So, like, if we're if we're going to say what what is the goat is like greatest of all time, like what is the main thing you look for is it like longevity or domination because they're both two different things. Like Ryan Giggs is is uh, sorry, what did I say? What was the first? 
<laughs> what longevity? Longevity. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Ryan Giggs is just the definition of longevity. Like yeah. thirteen Premier Leagues. It, when you see it, you're almost like, is that a typo? And then like domination. It's like Ronaldo, three Champions Leagues in a row. Yeah. It, it's one thing that like like Floyd Mayweather is also like longevity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and very very long. And then like and domination though. Yeah. Yeah. He's he, maybe Floyd Mayweather is the greatest sports star. Maybe he's the most dominant sports star of all time. Yeah. He's never lost. He's never even really nearly lost either. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's hard, it's hard to like really argue an, uh, a single sport against a, t- a team sport. You know what I mean? Because yeah. uh, t- at two stages in that final, the Rams should have had a touchdown, but uh, th- the receiver dropped it twice. Well, they yeah. got, got tackled twice, which I couldn't believe. I was like, those big moments, they're big moments. Yeah, th- I, think that's, I think that's one thing that Tom Brady has over everyone that like he raises the bar and the people around him like they know exactly what he's gonna do, yeah. and they just play to his strengths. I think it sort of comes down to as well the way like Tom Brady, the way he's wired. He's yeah. not like everyone else. Like he, he's different to like, he's different to like Michael Jordan. He's different to LeBron James. He's different to Ronaldo. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. They're the same. Sorry, they have the same mindset. Sorry, yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. No, they're all different. I was like, the same, the same, the same. Yeah, no, sorry. They they have the same like like horse mm. racing blinkers on yeah. the side. Down the down the alleyway, the only way is you're just going straight. Messi has it, Ronaldo has it, Tom Brady has it, Tiger Woods has it, Tiger Woods, yeah. Michael Phelps, although Katie Taylor. Although in one way I do agree with you that like Tom Brady is that bit different. Just like he has that like air of like calmness about him as well. Yeah, yeah. And like he thrives on the big moment. It's almost as if like if he did Formula One, he'd be good because he's going. He's, you're going. Everything's going so fast, but boy, and you're just yeah. sitting there calm. He is calm as can be. And true, you can always throw Lewis Hamilton in there as well Lewis when Hamilton. you're talking about Formula One because he's brilliant at the moment as well and so is Schumacher. I mean, like, we don't know who the best is there. We could almost do a whole podcast on yeah. who was the best in each sport yeah. of all time. I actually find it funny how we never, ever have brought this up. Oh, no, yeah, it's it's mad. Normally, like, we get the Messi-Ronaldo debate and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's, that's the thing that I like about this podcast. Ever since, like, when we first started, I barely knew anything about MMA and it wasn't, like, that much into the rugby. Yeah. But, like, all I knew was a lot about football. And then, like, as we've I've grown to start watching more sports, so I'm like, here, if LeBron James is supposedly the best basketballer ever, I want to see him play. Same with Tom Brady. That's why I made sure I watched that final. And then same with the rugby as well. But uh, if you were to say, who who is... Who, who, what sort of answer do you have here? Like, who's... Who's the sports star? You don't even have to like the sport, but like, or watch it. But who, who are you like? That guy is probably the best ever because, realistically, Michael Jordan's for, a better athlete than me, Tom Brady. Like Tom me, Brady's I'm not an athlete, you, you know. For me, I'm going to tell you it's one of two people. One of them is Tom Brady because he won a Super Bowl 17 years ago and he won a Super Bowl this year, and that's incredible to do. Yeah. And the second is a man who did the exact same thing. Roger Federer won a Grand Slam 17 years ago and he won another one this year. And I think to be over 17 years at the pinnacle of your sport, that's what true greatness is. Okay. And that's what the great, that's what the GOAT, the greatest of all time is. For me, I'm going to probably give it to Federer because tennis is a young man's game. It's a one-on-one sport. And I think Roger Federer is the greatest sports athlete of all time. <laughs> You see, it's the the thing is about Michael Jordan. He was almost unfortunate that he didn't have his uh, his up his dance partner. Yeah, you know what I mean. What made Magic and Larry Bird so good is like they had each other, like Boston against mm. the Lakers. That they had their rivalry. Whereas like once the Detroit Pistons, once 
um, Michael Jordan beat them, he was just like he he, he had their number and he was always yeah. going to win, you know. Yeah. And he was like, Do you know, what? I'm actually so good. I'm going to leave you and go play baseball, lads. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's you know what I mean. I felt like it was Tim Tebow. That yeah, that, well, that's ha- that, that happens to a lot of a lot of players. Mm. You know what I mean? When they're like, when they say, like look at Ronaldinho for instance, he won everything. And he was like, Do you know, what? I'm actually I'm grand now. You know, I'm satisfied. I'm full. Yeah, but sure, your man Mahomes, who plays for the Chiefs, the quarterback there, his dad was like a major league baseball player, and he decided to play football instead. Yeah. Did you hear about this guy who won the Heisman Trophy, and he's sort of like, "Am I gonna go and play NFL, or am I gonna go and play baseball?" Yeah, yeah. Chris was telling me about him. Yeah, and I was like, "Is it Murray? Like, or is, is Murray? Isn't?" Well, actually, I actually can't remember the name because I I was thinking the other fella, what's the man, Tua Veva or Tua Tua. Tunga Violoa. Yeah, yeah. I always think <laughs> anytime I hear the Troys when I always think him because everyone's like he's going to win it and then he did he get injured or something, didn't he? And okay. I was like, he can't play anymore. I think he plays shit in the final. Yeah. But uh get your man with the really long look, hair. I'm gonna say it's Federer. Who are you gonna say? Give me one name. Say it. I think I am just gonna go I'm gonna go with Michael Jordan just because for like if he's a pure athlete, you know what mm. I mean? Whereas Tom Brady's not fast or you know what yeah. I mean? And he was never was fast. The, Tom Brady the smartest sports star of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. Gee, like, pure chess brain. It's yeah. so funny the way he has, like, one of the most beautiful-looking wives and, like, his kids there. and like, But he's sort of, like, still fixated on winning another. Like, Jesus, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you ever watch his documentary on Facebook? No. You, you have to watch it. It's just... Uh, it's it's just Tom Brady yeah. winning. Did you did you see the? Oh yeah, and then you have to see this as well. Look this up as well. He uh, he he's the youngest of four kids, I think it is, and uh, he has three older sisters. And they went and played dodgeball, and he there <laughs> bounces the ball off his sister's face like mills around of it. <laughs> yeah, because like. he wants to win. Yeah, yeah, but they're supposed to be all like that. Giselle was like, they're all like that. But uh, yeah, that was a good conversation. Yeah. Let us know yeah. who you think is the best. You know what I mean? Uh, I just there's a new documentary coming out as well. It was meant to be this month, but I think it's next month. Could be the month after, do you know? What I mean? But uh, of Michael Jordan, the whole story of it. It's meant to be going on Netflix. Can't wait to see that. Unreal. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I find like loads of the footage of him is so sort of shitty. It's like VHS. Yeah. For people who don't know what VHS is, it's video cassette tape. Ask your parents; they'll know what it is. But uh, who's the goat? Roger Federer, and I'm going Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Very us. But uh, if you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to give us a like and definitely give us a shout out and we'll shout you out again. Very Ross Cadwell. How you Very doing? us. How you doing, bud? That was a bit of crack, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we'll never know who the goat is. We'll never know, yeah. But um, we'll move into the main part of the show. During the Super Bowl, the notorious Conor McGregor was there at the game, dressed to the nines, matching with his son. And uh, he actually went a bit viral meeting Bon Jovi, Kevin Hart, uh, the the owner of the Robert Kraft. Matrix. Robert Kraft. Yeah, here. By the way, do you know what? When they win, the, when they win the trophy, right? The owner gets lifted. I don't. I don't. Like, I'm like, why does he get to lift it? Yeah, no. Yeah, it should be the player and the manager, if not just the MVP or the yeah. captain of the team. Tom Brady should just lift the trophy. And that's it. Let's be honest. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but they're sort of like, well done, Robert Kraft. Yeah, and like, people start booing him. Why do they boo him? Everyone hates the Patriots unless you're from Boston. That's it. Yeah, but they only booed the owner. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh, there's probably a backstory to it, but I don't yeah. know. Okay. No, I just thought, yeah. if anyone knows, let us know. Yeah, but uh, Connor, Connor was there. Yeah. Because um, remember you mentioned, is he going to go to the end of the final? And yeah. He did, yeah. Fresh off uh, a $50,000 fine and a six-month suspension. Uh, Khabib was at the same hearing. He got a $500,000 suspension and a nine-month ban. Although, the funny thing about the bans are, Conor McGregor's ban was in place... 
retrospectively, uh, and so is Khabib's, but like they're both telling me that they can both fight in April, which I don't really understand. Yeah, okay. So I don't know what the story with that is. I don't know whether Khabib paid extra money or something, but uh, what do you think of the two fines? Uh, do you think they're fair? And what do you think of the ban time as well? Do you know what the funny thing about it is? It's like uh, time went on so much since the incident that no one really gave a shit anymore, yeah. you know? It was like, oh, here, whatever. Like, 500,000 for Khabib. What he did, it was on, like, live TV yeah. with millions of people watching, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't UFC Gdansk, yeah. you know what I mean? And, do you know what, like, Connor hit your man back and, do you know what, like, if, if, if they think it's fair, it's fair. If it's not, it's not. Yeah. yeah. Either way, it is what it is, really, isn't it? As you always say. Yeah. I had a fellow messaging me about this, and, well, messing energized about it, and he was like, "Yeah, but if Connor didn't do the bus attack," and I was like, "I was trying to, I was trying to explain to him, I go, the bus attack is so relevant to this because Connor already like face court in New York about that, like that's over and done with. You can't yeah. like, keep bringing that back up." Yeah. He was like, and he goes, "What if I punch you in the face, and then later you punch me in the face?" I was like, "Yeah, but if I went to prison for punching you in the face and then came back, and then." You punch me in the face or punch you in the face. I shouldn't go to prison again because okay. you punched me in the face. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I was like trying to explain to him. I was like, here, look. Khabib jumped out of the cage. He started attacking people. There was like fans and stuff there yeah. who were getting involved and everything as well. It was obviously a disgrace for what Khabib done. I know time sort of heals and people forget. But like, put it this way. It's not happening at UFC Brazil this weekend. Um, Jose Aldo started attacking Hanato Moicano's corner afterwards. Like, people would be absolutely appalled. And like... Khabib, if Khabib wasn't the champ, he'd probably be cut from the UFC for doing that. Yeah. Uh, and then... Yeah, because the UFC love a bit of drama. Yeah, and then McGregor was... Like, he was defending himself. Like, you can't really say he's innocent because of all the pre-fight build-up. I can understand. But, like, a $50,000 fine in relation to McGregor's purse on that night is absolutely nothing. Yeah. A half a million fine for Khabib, that hurts his pocket. A lot, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is, they can't... Connor wasn't allowed to just get away with what he did with the bus, right? No. And like Khabib doing that, if he only got to, gets a small fine, someone might be like, Joe, it's only going to be like 25 grand if I jump in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, it was 25% of his, his fight purse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that, that that's just the way it went. But uh, look, at the end of the day, I think they're both clear to fight in April. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end up fighting each other. Apparently, Ali Abdulaziz said Tony Ferguson's next for Khabib. And it looks like Cerrone's going to be next for McGregor. Yeah, which uh, I'd love to see both fights. Yeah, but suppose he Ross was still going viral last weekend as well. But uh, suppose he, Max Holloway is trying to orchestrate something there as well. Yeah. He said to Chael Sonnen and Ariel to keep an eye on their phones. Yeah, but um, I think the cowboy thing is sort of going to happen. Yeah. Connor gets his choice. You know what I mean? Connor knows he needs to get a win, so he's like, yeah. right, you know what? I'll be cowboy and then I'll take on whoever. You know what yeah. I mean? I think mentally, for his own mental state, he needs to probably. I think Cowboy's a good fight for him. Uh, one that he has a very good chance of winning, and also like the build up for the fight will be fun. You yeah. know what I mean? And it'll be actually fun. You know what I mean? It won't be. Uh, yeah, that's what we yeah. need. Yeah, it was too like as as wild as he was against Khabib and just saying all that stuff. I was like, jeez, that's that's mental. But like, yeah, it was I, like it was like too dark. It was dark, but I I found it it was so like so out there that I, yeah. I was like, this is outrageous. It's so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to see more of a a fighting Connor than the showman Connor. Yeah, yeah. But uh, look, the fines are done. It's in the books. It is what it is. John Jones had a trial for age as well. Uh, it went over four hours, and <laughs> I still don't know what any of it means. 
But they gave him a license to fight for UFC 235, yeah. so that's grand. Yeah. Suppose Khabib says now that he doesn't want to fight in Vegas anymore. He wants to fight in September, October in New York. Well, I'm all about that. It doesn't really bother me where he yeah. fights next. Yeah. Does that mean we're not going to see Tony Ferguson fight till then as well? <sighs> oh, can they not just do like an interim title fight between like Poirier and Ferguson and then like have Ferguson fight? Although you can't really have another interim title fight for Ferguson because like he'll bleed and be snapped. <laughs> <laughs> The two-time interim yeah. champion that he never yeah. lost. The interim champ, champ, interim, <laughs> interim champ, champ. But uh, oh, I don't know. You know I mean, and then who knows? One of them might get injured then, and they'll yeah, be like oh, cancelled for the fiftieth time. But uh, also devastating news during the week as well. The notorious A R T E M has left the UFC. Ross Artem Lobov is no longer contracted with the UFC. No, um, he is a free agent. I think he's going to sign with Bellator. I love to see him fight one of the Pitbull brothers. I think that'd be a good scrap. They're constantly calling out the SBG camp, and I love to see them just throw down. Yeah, definitely. Well, are you, are you still looking forward to Bellator Dublin, or are you even thinking about it, really? Uh, you know, so I haven't really thought about it for the last week. It's sort of been like all rugby. Yeah. Uh, that's what we've been sort of like doing a lot of focus on. But um, I was thinking about it the other day, when UFC Brazil was on, I was thinking about it, I go, this UFC Dublin card is what the UFC Brazil card is in Brazil right now. Yeah. That's I'll explain it more when we talk about the UFC Brazil card, but yeah, that's what I was thinking at the time. Yeah. So I am excited for it. I'm almost a bit like, like a, not nervous for Belter Dublin, but I'm a bit like I'm like, it's going to be pretty wild. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm a bit like because everyone's going to be there. Yeah, but we need a lot of results to go our way as well. Like I don't really like counting on other people to get the job done. Yeah, aka the Irish Super Team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also during the week, the press conferences for UC London and the press conference for UC Two Thirty Five are on. Uh, we should definitely discuss the UC London one because uh, Darren Taylor's headlined that against Masvidal, but uh, Leon Edwards, our mate, was going back and forth with Darren Till saying that Leon is the best, and um, Darren Till was like, oh, "I'm headlining the card, so I'm the best." But um, what what did you make of Ross? It was it was very entertaining because Masvidal was like, mm-hmm. um, "Can you just give me the Wi-Fi code there?" <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a few take takeaways from it. Uh, number one, it was good to see Dan Hardy, uh, like sort of taking charge of a press conference. That sort of looked like it suited him quite well, didn't it? Yeah, he's after he speaks very, very well. Yeah. He's after starting his own podcast with Mark Goddard, and he's like, yeah. you can catch it at the beginning of every month on a Monday. It's like once a month. Yeah, no thanks. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, you know what they did? They brought out your man Nathaniel Wood, the prospect, and he's brilliant. Is he? Uh, yeah, yeah he, he's he's one definitely to look out for. But they asked him who he was fighting, and then he went to speak. It was microphone. His microphone didn't work, and I was like. Right, I still don't know who you're fighting, mate. But thanks anyway for coming. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then obviously, uh, Darren Hill had his back and forth with Leon Edwards, and then Masvidal sort of just piped in once the blue moon asked for the Wi-Fi code. Yeah. It was actually, it was actually very comical. My question for you though, Barry, is: Do you think Leon Edwards would have had such a back and forth with Darren Hill if Gunnar Nelson was actually there? Um, do you know, what? probably not because. Then his opponents there, like he is no one. He and also that that was his ideal time to try and get. He's like UFC coming back to Birmingham, coming to Birmingham, coming back to Birmingham. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Until it's like it's not going near there. It's a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> I did think that was quite funny. Uh, look, Darren yeah. Till, like I think just the Liverpool accent, like just adds a sense of humour to everything. It's yeah. a bit like McGregor with the Irish accent. People are like that's what's funnier. He's very the way he says it. He's very good on the mic. Yeah. Till. Uh, I thought Leon Edwards, he sort of said stuff and then like contradicts himself. But still said the same thing if you know what I mean. Um, let's not get let's let's not get things like mixed up here. Like Till has about like half a million followers on Instagram, and Leon only has like twenty thousand. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like I know Leon's going fighter and stuff. But the thing is, 
Who's the better mixed martial artist is up in the air? We oh, don't right. know. Well, Leon probably... But but yeah, true, who's, yeah. The big, who's the bigger superstar? It's Darren Till. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Darren Till's the one who puts the bums in the seats. You know what I mean? Leon Edwards has won his last six fights. You know what I mean? Uh, he looks very, very good of late. But you could also argue that a win for Leon Edwards over Gunnar Nelson would do a lot more for him than a win for Darren Till over Jorge Masvidal. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Because I, I think it should almost be Till versus Nelson and Edwards versus Masvidal. Like, I don't think, you know, the top two are the best and the second two are, are, not, are, are, are the third and fourth best, if that makes sense. You never know what they could be angling there. They could be angling, yeah. uh, like, if Till loses to Masvidal, right, and Gunnar Nelson beats Leon Edwards, they could bring it to Dublin, uh, Till versus uh, uh, Gunnar Nelson. Yeah. Or the, Who even knows? If, even if, even Look, if Masvidal wins, they could do Nelson versus Masvidal. And that's why, yeah, but that, that's why I think, like... Like obviously we look into MMA a lot more than your average person. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I don't expect them to look into it as much as we do. Cause sometimes we predict what fight is next mm. and all that stuff. But if Bellator fucking blows up right in Dublin and it goes viral as it did last time, but like this time for a good reason, uh, Dana's gonna lose a shit and be like, no, we want we have to be number one there again because we yeah. have the number one fighter. The number yeah. one. And like you know the way Dana is, he wants to own every piece of land. And if, if Dublin's absolutely blown up on the on social media that night ahead, it's on the same night as UFC Prague. Yeah. Um, yeah, but UFC better be careful because like that Irish and UK scene like Bellator are very strong in there because uh, like they have MVP they have Paul Daly yep. uh, they have Fabian Edwards coming up now uh, you know Aaron Chalmers like they have these guys who are like on the up you know what I mean definitely yeah uh, so like look they better be very careful um, and they're being looked after I, I, I do think though if Till and Edwards both win which is like by no means a foregone conclusion whatsoever. Especially Edwards versus Nelson is an absolute fantastic fight. I think those two should fight again in England. Just how UFC has another card to put on in England. I know, yeah. They should, they should take more advantage of that, man. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm sort of like, this is a huge opportunity for all the all the, the Irish fighters yeah. fighting in Dublin. Like, it's actually such a huge opportunity. Because if you win, you're going to get another contract no matter what. Because John yeah. is there looking after you. He's, he's like their dad in a way. Yeah. But uh, if you win, you're going to get a better you're going to get a better payday next time. And you know what? If, as, I keep saying this, but if half of them win, they're going to come back and have it again. Yeah, they're going to come back before the end of yeah. the year. And think about how proud all these fighters are going to yeah. be fighting that night where the relatives don't have to fly away and see them. They're not alone. They're like, yeah. here... It's going to be a proud moment for the all of them. It's going to be on wheels. I know, man. I'm fucking breaking myself going. I'm going to be sweating there. Armpits and all. You you bring the fucking links. And uh, also, that <laughs> also you have uh, the UFC 235 press conference. Yeah. You had Cody Garbrandt, Pedro Munoz. You had Ben Askren, Robbie Lawler. You had Tyron Woodley, Kamara Usman. And then you had John Jones and Anthony Smith. Yeah. And Dana White there too. Not many people are watching that, by the way. And you know what? There are some absolute goons in the background shouting just absurdities for no reason. It was yeah. a bit like, like, I don't know. I think people are just like, oh, I can abuse you on stage. Yeah, yeah. And like, you're just going to take it. It's like, man, that fella can come down and snap your neck in half and you won't, can't do anything about it. Yeah, I don't understand why you'd ever abuse a fighter. It doesn't make yeah. any sense whatsoever. Unless you want to abuse someone like Greg Hardy who's like done for one beat and like, go ahead, but he'd oh. still knock the head off you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought the, I thought the, Evolution of a fan has They've gone past has, that, yeah. has evolved with the standard of fighting. You know what I mean? Yeah. No longer are the guys going in with one glove on and shoes. Although, although I think once you get someone drunk, then like who knows what they're going to say? Yeah, but it was only a, it was 
did you watch the press conference? Yeah. It was, was very it was very like chilled. It wasn't yeah. there was no like ooze fam away. Yeah. <laughs> like you're gonna die. It's like what? So like with the press conference, all right, we'll start with the, the smaller guys. Cody Garbrandt was there, Pedro's there, they were both co- boy co- complimentary. The highlight there was Pedro Munoz wants to get a Lamborghini like Cody Garbrandt. That was yeah. like my highlight of those two exchanges. Uh Robbie yeah. Lawler basically said he's gonna beat Ben Askren. That was about like all he said. And then there was like a trifecta, which was the, the focal point of the press conference. Ben Askren, Tyron Woodley, they trained together, and then Kamara Usman. Watch you take this. My favourite part is the way Ben Askren keeps on calling him Marty. I yeah. don't know why, I just think that's funny. Yeah. By the way, who dressed Ben Askren there? Like he was wearing like a shirt that was far too big from tucked in with sandals. Oh yeah, flip flops on. Yeah, yeah. flip flops, yeah. Yeah, I was like He's just like he doesn't care. He's yeah. he, you know what he is? He's like the welterweight version of Chael Sonnen. It's like he is, yeah. Yeah, it's like he just wears whatever's in his wardrobe. He even looks a bit like him. Yeah. He's yeah, he's brilliant though. He, like undefeated. His talk his talk is, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Do you know what I like about him as well? Ben Askren. First of all, he's never even fought in the UFC yeah. and he's undefeated, but uh, fair play to him. He not only chats shit, but like sort of funny shit on Twitter online yeah. and also but like actually says it in real life as well. Yeah. You know and also He's not like a keyboard warrior. He's very smart about it, as in like everything he says is really honest. It is, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's, it's all said like, it's all said sort of nicely as well. Not yeah. like uh not in a bully sort of yeah. way. You know what I mean? It's yeah, all because one's like, Do you know who I am? It's like, Yeah, we hung around, hung out together at the Olympic Training Center. And it was like, You didn't make the team though. And it's like <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And then like he was there going, I want to fight Khabib. Think about it. America yeah. versus Russia. And I was like, Yeah, I love that. I love it. I was like, Give me that fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's just sort of like is Khabib, what's, is Khabib going to move up? He's going to have to some stage, yeah. isn't he? And like, I'm sort of like, oh, if only Askren could get down to that weight, but like, he, he won't, he can't. And then they were like, oh, well, if I Woodley, it's like, here, look, me and Tyrone Woodley have been friends for the last like 12 years. It's like, we're not going to fight each other. I go, some people might stab stab each other in the back for $100. That's not me. And he's like, I, I haven't even been to the UFC yet. There's about 10 other fighters who I'd happily fight. You know what I mean? And I was like, yeah. grand. And I also think Woodley's only going to move up, especially if Gaslam wins the welterweight title I wouldn't be surprised to see Woody move up because he's already beaten Gaston yeah well that was close yeah but uh, yeah man I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what Ashton can do in there yeah. that card is going to be off the rails as well Um, I'm going to like I wonder if he's going to be able to ragdoll Robbie Lawler yeah it should be very very interesting it does look like the UFC have tried to get put like their toughest opponent in front of Ben Ashton as in like he's like the ultimate person who you put in there to beat Ben Askren. Yeah. Uh, really good takedown defense and like heavy hands. Yeah. Did you notice at the end as well when they were all uh, squaring off? Yeah. That the, the obviously Woodley's the champ and John Jones are the champ. They both had the old belt. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. Like I look at that. I, and, like, I, 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 think, I think you're gonna have the old belt now until you win the new one. If that makes sense. Yeah. So. I'm not against that. I no, either way, right. it's just uh, I'm just. But well, maybe seeing. they just brought their belt with them, and that's what they have. I think they always put the belts there themselves. They, oh, yeah, they go, they get put out before the people show up, don't they? Yeah. Or maybe, um, they, or maybe they just do that for Connor, you know? Yeah, it was it was it it wasn't really that like even the UC London one, not much press about it. Like I was, no. I was checking into locations, and also with that one as well, no no one was really posting about it either. Yeah. Also, there was not much back and forth between John Jones and Anthony Smith. I think John Jones went on a really long rant at one stage, and like Anthony Smith was like, "Here, shut up, play. Like it's so boring." John Jones is so good at being like, ah. Uh, she wasn't in labour when I crashed into her car, you yeah. know? Yeah, like, he, he, like... And you're like, you know, John, you're a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he does this for like, 
I prayed to God each night and like, you know what I mean? I don't know what the story is of the pictograms, but like I didn't knowingly put them in there. It's like, oh he didn't, sure he didn't. You know what I mean? It's like oh, John Jones wouldn't lie, would he? No. Never. How, how much do you think he gets for uh gets per fight actually by the way? Because um, I, I was so surprised. Got half a million for his last fight for four pay per views, and that pay per view sold like a motherfucker for like an like <laughs> for, for non for non McGregor. What is the curse, man? This is a non fucking cursing podcast. I think it was like seven hundred thousand pay per view boys. So I'd say I'd say he made a cool ten mil off that last fight. Yeah, no, because uh, after last weekend's UFC Fortaleza, aka Brazil, uh, Dylan Two put up a story being like these play, these fighters are getting paid basically nothing. Who did? Dylan Took. He said, like, in particular, Oliviera, like, got paid, like, about 200 grand, and he was like, they should be getting paid way more. What's a, what's a, what's a fair amount of money that these people should be fighting, getting? Like, for instance, Robert Whitaker, when he fought Romero the second time, how much did he, how much do you think he got? Because he fought the last two rounds with a broken hand. I'd say... And then, I, imagine fighting Romero with a broken hand for two Yeah, but rounds. I think I gets, like, a flat 400,000, and then if the pay-per-view sells, he gets more. Do you, you know get, I mean? do you think he should be getting more? Like, how, what's fair? I well, don't know like, what's fair anymore, you know? Well, like, I think... Oh, put it this way I think if you're fighting On the main card You should at least make 100 grand That's the way I look at it You know what I mean But yeah. like it's hard to tell What do you say Oliver made 200 grand Yeah well, I think and that's plenty And a 50 grand bonus 250 grand Yeah Like I don't think that That's bad money to make And isn't like No one's buying a pay-per-view To see Charles Oliver yeah. You know what I mean Yeah I know yeah So like if you're If you're not really Putting your money down Well then like You can't be asking for Mega bucks You know yeah. what I mean I, I'm, It's just like I'm curious to see Like what is actually worth it. Like, like for instance, right, Jake Paul and Soldier Boy both went live and they were going to box each other, right? And, uh, like, I was like, okay. And then I'm sort of like, who would even really give a shit about that? You know what I mean? Because Jake Paul's like, Soldier Boy, you're hardly going to train for this now, you know what I mean? And Jake Paul has continuously trained since his last boxing, boxing match. match yeah. yeah, and the thing is, him, about Lo- him and Logan Paul right now, right, they're making such this, like, Disney Channel, cart- like, bop- non-real-life content. And now they're like, They've gotten a bit older and they're like, I want to evolve as well. As in like, you know what I mean? That's why Logan Paul's making the podcast. It's like Miley Cyrus. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. And then that's where they... Disney Channel to like, sort of sexy. Disney Channel, yeah. Yeah. And like, Jay Paul's sort of like, that's why you call him Dylan Dennis. Like, Dylan Dennis is like, I want to box the two years. You know what I mean? Ah, look. Yeah, it's funny, it's funny like, it happens to all of us. Like, yeah. when we left school up to now, like, you have to evolve a bit and be like, what way do you want to score going what direction you know yeah but I don't think St. Charles Oliveira making 250 grand fighting in his home country is uh, <laughs> a the great the perfect example of no well what's a not right well like I suppose like what's, a, what's oh, a, you know what I think it's each case by case and there's no point getting into a massive discussion on fighter pay because like it's a case by case basis you know what I mean uh, like your man Johnny Walker, like he might have only got thirty-two grand. He might have got sixteen and sixteen for going out there for a knockout. You know what I mean? I, 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 can't, yeah. I, I can't. I can't compare it to them lads, right? Look at like Adesanya for a second, right? He's taking on, uh, he's taking on um, Anderson Silva. How much would you say Anderson Silva was getting for that fight? Probably like half a million. Half a million, yeah. Like Flaffy, and then whatever else sponsors he has on top, whatever else. Sorry, he's definitely still getting a pay per view cut. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's I know no why Anderson Silva's not getting pay per view. Yeah. Pay per view cut. What, what about Adesanya? He probably he's less than half, probably. Yeah, but also, like, Adesanya's, like, still on a, a younger contract, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? You sort of sign the contract and you agree to the five person. That's what it is, you know what I mean? What, what thing Simone and Sam's getting? Taking on the crew. Here, look, we're not going through all the cards and <laughs> what people are getting. But, uh, look, you sign the contract and you accept that you're going to fight for that amount. So, you can't actually be that 
freaked about it. I mean, you decided. No, 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 to sign no. For like it. I, I'm not freaked. Dylan, no, but I'm saying Dylan Hook was was saying that they should have got more. No, but I'm saying uh, these fires. Like, I haven't heard a fire give out about fire pain in a very long time. Yeah. Do you know what I, I noticed as well? What Dana, Dana really fucked them over when they all were able to have their own sponsors, and then Dana was like, "Do you know what? You have to get rid of them and only wear Reebok." Yeah. When Shab left, like that was. That that might come back and haunt them like, in in like twenty years time. That could, like Bellator could be way bigger than them. Yeah, but now a lot of these fighters are getting like monster sponsorships, and they can have them on the shorts. They can only have select sponsors on the shorts now. Yeah. Do you think? Remember they were talking about Reebok and how they might get rid of it in the coming years. Do you think it'll go back well, like, to the, the old? Deal, the deal's gonna come up, and like, who knows? Under Armour might get in for a deal. You know yeah. what I mean? Someone else is gonna take over. Like the yeah. UFC are just gonna sign a new deal. They signed something like a seventy-five million dollar deal. With Reebok for three or four years, and then next thing you know, like none of the fires got that much of the money. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just like the way Bellator do it. You know, the way you can have any sponsors you want. I think I've just got to say, I'm just used the Reebok gear, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Well, that's yeah. the thing you get used yeah. to. It. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the I'm thing. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. As in, like, I haven't heard the fire give out about it in a long time. So, like, if they're not giving out about, it, I don't really think about it. Yeah, it's probably because a lot of them. There's only so much longevity you have in that yeah. career that. The old guys are all already gone, really, you know? Yeah. But, uh, right, we'll look into UFC Fortaleza that was on over the weekend. Uh, we thought that it would be around a 6 or a 7 out of 10 card. Um, where do you want to start off for us? Um, look, I just want to say, first of all, this is the perfect f- f- uh, fight card to put on in Brazil. And I think what is, the UFC do brilliantly in Brazil is they sort of stack the fights favourably in the Brazilian corner. Uh, like Johnny Walker... That spinning back fist was absolutely outrageous to start off the main card. Charles Oliveira, another submission in the first round. Like, the most submissions of all time. Yeah. Again, Damian Maya, I think it was the first round submission again, rear naked choke. Brilliant. Jose Aldo, chased your man Moicano around that ring and, like, was absolutely hooking him out. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he looked That like, was vicious. Yeah. It was like the old Aldo. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, and yeah. he's after saying as well, he's going to retire at the end of the year. Is he? Yeah, I think. I think, said, yeah. I think him versus McGregor could be, like, Definitely a fight that could happen again. <laughs> and then, I don't know what else to say about Mar- Marlon Marais, but like, he has to fight Dillashaw next. In his last three fights, he knocked out Sterling, he knocked out Riviera, both under a minute. Yeah. And now he choked out, choked out half out of San- Sunset in the second round. What a guy. Like, he's an absolute killer at Bantamweight. Yeah. And he, I think, when I saw that, I was like, you know, he might actually beat TJ because yeah. once, once that chin gets chinny, Chin chin true. <laughs> yeah, but he he also like dropped the sense out in the first round and then he choked him out and it was like such like it was like a vicious guillotine. Yeah. It was incredible. And a sunset was like no no Trump like he beat Dillashaw before. You know how fell a sunset really early on in his career beat Jorge Masvidal. And Masvidal's fighting wealth away now, he's fighting a bantamweight. Yeah. Masvidal what's his name? Gamebred. Yeah. So like Marlon Marais, fair play to him. Yeah, everyone went nuts after all their wins. If you have, if you haven't seen any of the videos from UFC Fourth Leaders, check them out because like, like uh, Olivier like pulls his like coaches into yeah. the ring and then like that, that starts like, like arm lock, yeah, look like was like headlocking them and and then who was who was jumping, who was doing backflips and all, um, the tall guy. Oh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker. Yeah. Here, see the way he went to like absolutely like punt. Yeah, punched him in the face when he's on the ground. Yeah, I was like, but he, I got he missed. Yeah, but if he had done that, would he been susp- uh, disqualified? Yeah. Then what was he doing? I don't, I don't know. Obviously, he just like got into it. Yeah. But uh, what's making the card overall, Roscoe? Anyway, man, that was nine out of ten Brazilian cards. You know what I mean? Like, couldn't got much better. That, and here. also, 
Five villages in the main card. One more do you want? That atmosphere was electric, yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll look into UC 234 that's on this weekend over in sunny Australia in Melbourne. Um, Absolute terrible card bar the co-main event and main event. So we'll just start off yeah. with the co-main event. Okay, and the co-main event, Israel Adesanya is taking on Anderson Silva. Some people say Israel Adesanya is the brand new Anderson Silva. Uh, Adesanya is obviously undefeated in his MMA career. And... Anderson Silva does he have anything left in him Ross you know see the thing with Anderson Silva is he's absolutely brilliant on the feet still uh, there's going to be no fear of a takedown I think his last couple of fights have been in fear of the takedown he hasn't been himself look I perceive Adesanya is going to catch him probably early on get a finish in the first round but you can never rule out Anderson Silva because he's always like one front kick away from getting the job done this is gonna. I have a feeling this is gonna look like they're looking in the mirror because their stand up is so. They've their like they're they're so confident. Mm. Like they puff their chests out. I wonder what Silva's gonna think. Also, Silva's brought in um, a kickboxing champion who's knocked out Adesanya before in kickboxing. <laughs> so like that's I'm to get like, into the into the brain. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, right. Well, although I was watching like those who sort of like spar lightly, and I was like, I think that fella could kick the head off Anderson Silva now. So I was like. Still don't fancy uh, Anderson Silva get the job done. No, I think this is a huge night for uh, Adesanya because yeah. obviously, well, obviously he was born in Africa, but he's he lives in New Zealand. Yeah, and like if he wins here, people will notice notice him more. You yeah. know, so that's a huge opportunity as well. And the UFC just love like pretending New Zealand and Australia are the same place. They do, yeah, yeah. they do, yeah. They do, yeah. <laughs> it's like Mark Hunt, Australia main card, yeah. New Zealand main card. It's like the hometown hero. It's like he has to be from one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's sort of the same with Whitaker, but uh, moving on to the main event of the evening. Of the, of the evening, uh, the champion, our mate Robert the Reaper Whitaker, is taking on Kelvin Gastelum for the middleweight title. Ross, Robert Whitaker is coming off back to back wins against your mate uh, Romero, and Kelvin Gastelum is come, coming in after defeating Michael Bisping, absolutely clearing him out. But um, these two guys went against each other in the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, and now they're finally putting an end to it. I feel like. Yeah. Uh, Gaston's ranked number four. Whitaker's the champion. What are you sort of expecting this weekend? Um, at one stage I thought maybe Gaston might be able to get the job done because yeah. uh, he doesn't really tire. Uh, he's got I consider him to be the better wrestler, and he's got he's got weirdly good striking. I don't know what way to describe, but his arms are so long for someone who's so short. Well, these guys are both former um, welterweights as well. They are. Robert Whitaker's actually undefeated at middleweight. Uh, I just feel like Gaston won't have enough power to put him away because if Yoel Romero doesn't, I don't think Gaston does either. Uh, I think Whitaker has very good takedown defense. Yeah, I think he'll be able to keep him. it on the feet. He obviously played rugby as a young, a young yeah. yeah, And I think the way Wyman was able to sort of just take Gaston down and just handily beat him, I, I'm more so thinking Yeah, but Wyman, Wyman was way bigger. Down. I know, yeah, but I just think Whitaker's going to be able to get the job done. I don't think Wyman would have been able to do that against Whitaker, yeah. But he was able to do it against Gaslam, so I think on this occasion, I'm going to go for Robert Whitaker. Same here. I, I, like, I agree. I, and his army. Yeah. He was actually so, like, nice when we met him. Yeah. I, like, I'm just absolutely biased towards our mates. Yeah. You, you, everyone will notice when we do the Bellator Dublin card. Que- question for you, though. Yeah. If Tyron Woodley moved up to welterweight or to middleweight, who would you fancy, Whitaker or Tyron Woodley? Oh, great question. Maybe oh, I don't know. Well, like yeah, Kelvin, he has to get past Kelvin first, you know. Yeah, and then Woodley has to get by Usman. 
which I think he'll do all right. Joe you know would be a great fight to look forward to. Rob Whitaker against Adesanya. Yeah, well, that's going to be that's what they're gearing towards. Anyway. Yeah, I know, but like that, I'm, that, I'm sort of already looking at that. So let's see if Calvin Gaskin can uh, derail the, that. Does that mean the UFC will have to go back to Australia again this year then? Well, I mean, I think they should just be like, right, there always has to be one there, always has to be one there, always has to be one yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think they should have a pay per view in London every year and a pay per view in Australia every year. The way they have the same pay per view, and it should be the same time of year. People know what it's going to be. Yeah, like like the way the World Cup and yeah, and like the way they have like UFC November in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like the July one, the fight week, international fight week is always in Las Vegas. I mean, they just have like set events how people like right that weekend UFC is going to be on there. You know what I mean? Even if the UFC never came back to Dublin, like if we always knew it was going to be in London or anywhere. Manchester, Birmingham. Yeah. Like, as long as we knew. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's more so, like, let us know where we need to go to watch the fights. Yeah. But, uh, look, UFC 234 is a shocking card besides that. Yeah. Uh, uh, you're my Crute's fighting. Yeah. Crute, I actually, yeah, Crute was originally on Dana White's contender series and he was brilliant there. He's like heavyweight. He's very, very young. He's 20 or 21. But he's definitely one to look out for. Um, Ishihara with the, with the Pierce. <laughs> he's fighting on as well. But, like, you, you don't need to watch him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to the main event. Like Robert Whitaker is just uh, he's the heart of a lion, man. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he's utterly amazing at anything, but like he's just the and he's gas tank for days. And yeah, he's very very hard to put away. And I think Calvin Gaslam is the same. Yeah, because uh, Gaslam, I think he's beaten Jacare and Bisbing in his last two fights. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. beaten the, the. Remember, he was the legend killer for yeah. a while. Yeah, and then yeah, because he also beat what Vitor Belfort. He beat Mike yeah. Bisbing. Like you know what I mean, they're they're all you beat Tim Kennedy as well like they're yeah, all Kennedy. like strike force or, or UFC champions you know what I mean and he was always travelling away yeah and like Whitaker's Whitaker's after like changing sort of the face over there as well because he's a champion he was like GQ sportsman of the year do you remember that as yeah. well like this is a huge opportunity for Whitaker as well because if him and Adesanya that would be great I yeah. I'm just I'm sort of excited I'm sort of excited for the certain if certain things work out Things get bigger and better, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for instance, like if Ireland had a beat in England there, it would be bigger and better. You know what I mean? I'm sort of like you're hoping that the bigger and better stuff goes down. Also, you have Bellator Newcastle on this weekend. You have Arme Fabian Edwards fighting in a middleweight bout. Um you also have against Lee Chadwick, the yeah. expecting to get the job done. We also have Aaron Chalmers fighting, Aaron Jordy Shore in the main event. Why I you have uh, Ryan <laughs> Scope versus Patricky Pipple free, so that should be a really, really good fight as well. So uh Watch out for Bellator Newcastle. Try and get a good stream for it. If you do, let us know. Yeah, and and, and UFC stream as well. We're going to be yeah. over in Edinburgh on the weekend as well, so we'll be we'll be putting up some videos and we'll be uh, doing a few polls and we'll be asking who do you who are you backing for the weekend. Yeah, so guys, thanks a million for listening. Uh, give us a shout out, give us a like, give us a thumbs up, and as always, stay energized.